Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to our Twitter space. We are talking savage beauty and I'm so excited. Hello, my play. Are you there? I see the cast are busy joining us. So we're just going to give everybody else a couple of minutes to join. I'm good. And my I'm play, here. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm live. Um, um, I'm ready. I've got so many questions. I... <laughs> <laughs> um my player just go easy on everyone i know you can be like you know hard <laughs> so be nice to everybody today i well I, I don't know if you can be actually hard on everyone because they did such a marvelous job with this show i am like in you know, oh i've been watching i think i've watched it for like four times already <laughs> why are you setting me up as if i am like this journalist no guys it's this is gonna be fun we are going to be chatting um certain people are going to be asked certain questions um but yeah it's going to be a good time um i see oh okay um i saw oris was here as well angela is here um Mpo is here, Mpo as is well. also here yes john john i've sent you a request uh, for you to join as a speaker Lebu, I've also sent you a request, so just play around there until you see where you accept. If you can't see it, just click on the mic so you can request to be a speaker, and then we will add you on. But I'm so excited. Angela, say hi to everybody. <laughs> hi. Hello, 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 you. <laughs> we can hear you perfectly. <laughs> Welcome. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. It's the first time on a Twitter space. I don't really know how it works. Um, but yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to be here. And, and so, yeah. All you, all you need to know is where you want to press the mute button and to unmute. And then you're all good to go. So now that you're a speaker, you are sorted. Okay. Angela, you're an international superstar now. You are going to be doing these spaces a lot. Better get used to it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Lebu, uh, please. I'm just playing around with these emojis. Yeah, it's so cool. Sorry, don't mind me. <laughs> no, it's okay. Please do. Uh, we want you to play around because <laughs> you're going to need them anyway for the conversation. Hello, Oros. Welcome. <laughs> Molweni Kulukala, how's it? How's it? The corner man put in Januena. I see a peel and always in Kabakabo and Kabevinik. Oh, my sweet and do. Okay, good to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hello, Rosemary, Auntie Roro. Hi, how are you? We are good. Thank you. Welcome to the space. Thank you so much for the invitation and exception and everything. <laughs> this is the first time I'm here. I was listening to Angela say the same thing. So as you were instructing her, I was also taking notes. Like, okay, cool. That's how we, we work here. Welcome. <laughs> Just play around. You'll figure it all out. Okay. And then we have Mpo as well. Dumela Mpo. Dumela Nlikai. Riteng Nlikai. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Awesome. I see John and uh, John has joined as well. Dumela Abdikulube. Awesome. Hello, Dumela. Thanks for having me so much. <laughs> we are so glad you could make it. And obviously, Upra Donovan has also joined the space. And I am already shaking with anger because I can't stand that character. Maple, say hi to Dumi on my behalf, please, because I can't. I don't want to speak to him either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Hi, Tumi. Already But anyway, thank you so much for joining and welcome to the Twitter space. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for having. Thank you for having me. Awesome, cool. And I think the last person to join is um Nambita, who is like my play. We need to ask um. Nambita for her secret. She's in like every Netflix original that's in South Africa, this lady shows up. <laughs> so we need your agent to, to give. How do they do it? <laughs> Yo, girl, I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Thank you for having me, Lelo. This is actually my first space I'm speaking in. I usually am that creep who just listens, but <laughs> thank you for having me. What? We are so honored. We are so honored you guys were able to join. Thank you for joining Nambita and Lebu as well. Yeah, Lebu is one of the executive producers. He's also the creator of the show. Hello, Lebu, and welcome to the Twitter space. Hello, Lelo. Um, sorry, I had a whole story um, because I've never used this before. So thank you. And um, I'm so excited to do this. Hi, everyone. We we are super excited and don't be intimidated it's such an easy to use platform all you need to know is really just to press the mic button on and off and you're good to go so i'm gonna hand over to my co-host maple to get us kick um kick started on the questions we are gonna keep it light we're gonna have so much fun we really just want to get to know you guys and the characters that you play on the show we want to hear you know the story that you know savage beauty is trying to tell and um i mean the reception has been amazing we'd like to hear from you how you have been you know um receiving you know the, the feedback from everyone tweeting i mean from twitter to instagram it's just been so crazy. So let me not get carried away because, you know, when I'm in love with something, I just go on and on and on. So, Maple, I'm going to get you to uh, get us kick-started on the questions. Okay, cool. Um, just some house rules. Um, so because this space is going to run from now until 4 o'clock, so we've got a time limitation. So what we are going to do is that we are just going to try and keep things to the point. Um, obviously, and not not be sort of mono, monosyllabic, but um, we are just going to have a chat. But let's just give each other like 30 seconds to attend to whatever we want to address. Also, um, in the last last 30 minutes what we're going to do is that we're going to open the floor to every uh, to everyone that's on the space to actually request to come up as speaker because we've got so many speakers we can only accept one person at a time so we'll accept you you come up you ask a question um directed to whoever you want to direct it to and then after you're done we are going to let you step down and bring on someone else just to kickstart everything um level you are on the hot seat um, talk, talk to us through, uh, talk, uh, talk to us, um, about the conception of the show. Um, 
when did you guys come up with this idea? Um, did it start out as this idea or did it evolve into something that you guys were not originally working on? Just take us through that. Um, so the idea was developed in 2019 and it started off as like the basic story of this young girl um, seeking revenge that is still there, um, being set in the beauty world that is still there. And what inspired it was kind of looking at people in their 20s, like early 20s, looking at um, Fees Must Fall and looking at how like those young people were so disappointed and betrayed by older uh, black people thinking that, look, you guys went through apartheid and then you are part of the new government and the new, um, the, you know, the new South African, like you're supposed to be making things better for us instead of exploiting us. So that was the, the, the original seed. Like, what if there's someone like that who is going, who's taking these people to task, who exploited her? Um, so many things are not in the show that were in the original pitch. But um, the spirit of the show remains the same, and we developed it for a long time. So we had time to really like fine tune it, get rid of things that weren't working, find other inspiration. So it was a really like I think everyone, like all the characters, had time to fully develop and become who they were. And, and, and oh, sorry, Lelo, you can go. No, I, I, you know, he mentioned inspiration. And as I'm thinking of inspiration, um, Lebo, when I was watching, especially Dawn, I got like Logan Roy, Succession. Was that part of what inspired, I mean, what other shows or, or programs like kind of inspired you, you in developing the, the, the series? Yeah, I mean, shows like Succession, I mean, that came after the fact because, um you know, you, you have an idea and you have all these characters that start popping up and you think, you know, you start to figure out how to fill them in. But um, Succession was a natural inspiration. Um, Revenge um, was um, one, of, one of the major inspirations from the beginning. Um, I love, like, you know, those, like, nighttime soaps, like, those, like, really um, fun melodramas. Um, a lot of K-drama because I lived in Korea for a while. I love... Korean drama. So um, things like Sky Castle, Vincenzo were all part of the inspiration, like the mood board. Okay. Um, Lebo, then comes the casting. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to be spicy. Is this the cast that you originally went for? Or did things change along the line? <laughs> Um, what do you mean? Like, or, like originally, like thought, okay, we'd love to have this particular person in this role. Um, no, I'm just, think... yeah, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm talking about that. The casting process. What, did you guys get everybody from like from the list, or everybody had to audition? Like, how was that? Everybody had to audition. Um, there wasn't a list of like, okay, this is who the, you know, the, this character, this is the actor that we want for this. Um, I mean, for me, it was so great to see the actors coming in and giving their own interpretation. And then you're like, ah, that's um, Zinche, you know? Um, so for example, with a character like Zinche, she does so much. I mean, I remember the writers being like, who's gonna be the actor who does this? Like the way that she switches up on you, the way that she moves her eyes, the way that you see 
you see her coming up with a plan like as it fails like that kind of dynamism so we were like we don't know who's going to play this and we don't want to attach a name because once you once you attach a name you start writing to kind of what you think the actor can do so for me i'm not sure about everyone else involved but for me um specifically i just loved seeing what the actors were doing and then being like oh my gosh this is um this is the character and then of course there's so many people involved in the casting that you can't really get attached to someone like very early on because it's going to be heartbreaking for all involved that 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 is quite um that's quite interesting and it seems like it was a fun process it seems like you guys had fun with it so lelo should we go to the stars yeah before we go to the stars let me ask ulebu lebu so any 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 challenges that you guys experienced in the making of savage beauty or any fun facts you want to share with us things that happened behind the scenes that we may not be privy to i'm like looking for juice <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I I mean everything um everything in, in life is challenging. I think it took much longer than I thought it would take um in terms of the writing and you know that was actually a great thing because you get to interrogate a lot of things. Um I remember the there's a lot of music in in the show as you've noticed and that's something that was on the page all the way through. Um Zinke used to have a theme song that the writers Neo and Elisa and I had, which was um, DJ's interest, you know, my name is, which is so on the nose for this kind of thing. Um, I'm suddenly like blanking out. I don't know like any juice juice that I can share. Yeah, no, I, it's okay, fine. And I, I'm speaking, speaking of the music, everybody on Twitter, from what I've been seeing, has been going crazy about the music in the show. I've also been shazamming all the way through. So, I mean, you guys did such an amazing job. Maple, you and I were talking about it th this morning, about, you know, like just how the music is perfect for every scene. Yeah, the, the music is great. And I mean, um, so many, like I, I got involved in, in part of the music, like writing this and being a creator and being involved all the way through, it's so great because you're in post and then you're listening to things and you're like, oh, maybe that doesn't sound right because the intention of the scene was this. And then like, you know, does it match the performance? Does it match? You know, so that was really cool to be involved like that. The editors um, picked some of like perfect stuff, like right off the bat. Um, the composer, we, we you know, like the directors, um, it was such a um like i actually didn't realize just how much music we had until we we're in pre-prod and then everyone was asking me like what songs were you thinking in the scene where you mentioned the music and i was like oh my god there's a lot of music so um it was it was really fun and i'm so so glad that people have responded to the music um it's it's beautiful the jazz it's very refreshing i like i think yeah, no, it, it really was amazing. Sorry, Lebu, my last question to you. I'm sorry, my player. I know we want to move on because <laughs> we like time is tight. But Lebu, my first, my, my last question to you is, I mean, this is like Netflix is such a big, big stage. This is your first, you know, rodeo. <laughs> how, what does it, you know, how does it all feel to be in your shoes? I can't imagine. It's surreal. I mean, like, I, I'm now, the, the only reason I could take this in was to come home in Pulukwani, like in my small village, watch this with my father, show him, tell him what Netflix is. He's like, why isn't this on TV? I'm like, it's a long story, but like, here's the TV on the computer. Um, so that's kind of how I've been 
taking it all in to kind of like get back to basics because I can't like imagine what it's like to have your show like you know showing in Jamaica in Canada in like that that's been insane to see people responding to it like my friends from different parts of the country just like taking pictures of their computer screens being like we're watching your show it's it's wild it's it's really a blessing and um I think uh, I, I just being able to do this with so many talented people involved, uh, it, it can only get better. And I'm, I'm so excited for everyone. The cast is amazing, as you've seen. The directors, everyone has been amazing. Like to to show this around the world in such a big way, uh, it's um, it's it's beautiful. Yes, yes, the Limpopo boys are taking over. Hey, they are taking over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you know <laughs> no but i'm just when you said i had to go home to Puluku and i'm like ha another one taking over tv okay <laughs> all right so moving to the cast uh let's start with the leading lady hey rosemary hi how are you i'm great thanks how are you? <laughs> um, I'm okay. I just want, for, for you, I, I need to start with, how are you taking this all in? You on billboards, you are all, you are splashed all over Netflix. Uh, how are you taking this all in? I'm breathing through it. <laughs> just breathing through it. Um, I actually saw one of our billboards for the first time today after church. And I was like, whoa. It's really happening. God, is this you? But um, I'm really just breathing and taking my time through it. I think I've taken a break just from like, you know, the socials for some time. I, I go in and out. I maybe spend 30 minutes a day because it's, it's, it's a bit overwhelming. But yeah, I can just say I'm breathing and praying and meditating through it, definitely. And in preparing for this role, right? So you walk into that set. You've got Udumi, who's a legend. Anybody that was gen- on Generations is a legend. You've got, <laughs> <laughs> you've got Ntati. You know, you've got other people that you've seen around on your come up. And how was that experience? Like, were, were there nerves at the beginning or you just went right in? No, there were nerves from the get-go. Um, I think seeing Doomy, like you said, seeing Doomy, I was just like, oh, we meet again because we have worked together before on a film. So it was nice to um, to see a familiar face. And Usisim Tati, I think, yeah, seeing her, I was very starstruck at first. And then we, we got to talk and, you know, connect and bond and I was just like, wow, she's so cool. <laughs> but now I need to, you know, keep my calm, keep my cool also, because I need to work with her for the next three months. So um, she also just made it such, it was such a bliss working with her. And each and every cast member, I think I had been following their stories in the industry. So to finally meet and collaborate with them has been a blessing. Oh, man. Listen, I love this for you. 
you are absolutely amazing and everybody loved you everybody thinks everybody thinks you are talented that's one and that for me is so important because that that's your craft and then on top of that everybody thinks you are extremely beautiful which is a complimentary mm-hmm. part to the fact that you're extremely talented so well I'm done like, yeah. no, i just want Thank i just you. want I just want Zinte's wigs. Like every scene, there's a new wig. But thank you, beauty pays very well, ne? The wigs. <laughs> she was clearly Zinte A to Z, honestly. Every wig had oh, a nah. and it was so I was shocked. No, I was just shocked. Grace was not limiting you. Ah, this wig is too nice. Wear that old one, that old ugly one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't She bought all the wigs, so she'll never limit. As long as she's wearing them, she's happy. <laughs> but um, Rosemary, was there anything that uh, challenged you in terms of playing that character? I think the whole acting on top of acting at first was like, oh my goodness, am I even going to pull this off? Um, but, you know, having Ulebu on set also was very helpful. And, you know, him collaborating with the directors and us, well, me, going back to him sometimes and be like, is that how you saw it? Is that how, you know, when you were writing it, is that how you saw Zimplet do it? Is that how her eyes would be, you know, moving? And I'm glad he mentioned things like that because that was very important to me too. Um, and, oh my gosh, the biggest challenge was having to uh, pull Dunsani well done with that carpet. That was hard. Wait, actually, did you have to actually do that? Like, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was me. I, man, I had to go to the gym for that. That was hard. Because <laughs> someone actually tweeted, how is uh, Zintle struggling to pull this carpet? And then he manages to put him in the car. <laughs> Please, he tried so hard to be a lightweight. He was like, okay, I'll be a li- as light as possible on the carpet. And <laughs> it was very funny. But we pulled it yeah. off. We pulled it off. They don't need to know how it happened. It just happened. <laughs> yeah, no, that last, that last scene had me going thank God. At the end, I was like, thank God. Maple, I want us to go to um, Mpo because I can see he's struggling with his connection. He keeps going in and out. So maybe let's just direct the question to him before we lose him completely. Mpo, you were playing Bonga and for me, that character was just so heartbreaking. I just like, he's so calm and soft and I, f- I felt like Zintle is like stepping all over his, his head in a way. Um, how how was how was playing um, um, Bonga for you? Are you are you able to speak? Even I hope you are, Mpo. Ah, oh, we struggling with. Mpo can't really hear anything. Uh, yeah, he, he yeah, keeps he on connecting to... and leave and leaving. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to Satan. We can't hear you guys. Ah, uh, shame, man. So we'll we'll keep trying, but for now let's go to Satan. Um, Don Bingu, welcome. <laughs> I love I, I love I love this uh, nickname Satan. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, listen, yes, I've friend. I've been I've seen you act um like hard roles um going back to generations and whatever. You had to now go and act as somebody who is slap bang in the middle of this Me Too movement. You are a prime candidate for Me Too. 
how did you prepare for that role? Like, I, I, because I've met you in person before a couple of times, I didn't see you. Like, I literally did not see you, which is great. How did you go through that process? You know, um, it, 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 it takes a lot to, to prepare for any character, you know. Um, and um, <clears throat> sometimes as an actor, when you go up there and you prepare the character according to, of course, you know, the character breakdown and um, the, the story and the story world. And, you know, all that preparation sometimes just, you know, goes out the window. The moment you step, you know, on set because you suddenly have the director who has a bigger picture in terms of how they they want to treat the story, what it is that they want to say, you know, uh, through the the production. It 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 really, if anything, it was really a collaboration. You know what I have prepared in terms of my understanding of Dawn, and and also you know the the the. I think the most important part for me you know, taking direction in terms of, you know, um, where, where, wh how does, what is the director's interpretation? Because I think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you've written it, doesn't matter if you're producing it, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a director's film, it's a director's, it's a director's series, you know? And uh, to go back to what, to echo what uh, Rosemary uh, said, it was really great to have, you know the creator of the show and uh, the writer of the show Ule Bohang on 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 set so yeah it takes a lot and uh, frankly speaking man I, I i just remember the very you know the, the night before i went on set i just could not sleep i could not sleep at all because i was it was like i'm about to jump in a pool for the very first time in my life and the next thing i remember is when i was actually being told to Sunny, you are wrapped you know, Dumsani is picture rap for you. So, so you know, it's 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 it, it took a lot. It took a lot. And and you know, as an actor, you always feed on on other actors in terms of how they actually play their roles. You know, so it, it's a really collaborative like process. Because uh, the thing is, you even carried it with the eyes. Like you really looked like a predator. Like it was creepy when when you'd look at those women and. I was just like, this guy is in it for the money. I hope they give you that softer, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the, the lovely thing about it is is we never really do, do it for the softers, but we 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 love the acknowledgement. And you know, you, you know, sometimes, you, you, like in, I think, in defense of Don, I was saying to my friend, "What is it exactly that makes Don evil?" Because, I mean, uh, what is it? Do, do, do you really have something you can actually put your finger on and say, this is what makes Don evil? Because the way beginning... he treats his wife, the way he treats his other wife, the way he treats his children, the way he's so ready to cut them off. Like, he's a bad father to me. He's a horrible father. You see, that, to me, is the answer to how I actually prepared for Don. Because... As an actor, you cannot judge your character. You always have to be on your character's side. And the fact that I do not see what is wrong with Don is is what makes Don, you know, uh, uh, Don, you know, on on um, on this series, 
you know so wow. i mean i can't i can't i can't be you know on the side of saying oh don is bad you know because bad people don't really know that they are bad and wow. that's what that's what makes it sick you know I have actually never thought of it that way because as an actor who plays this character, as much as we as the, as, the, as the audience and the viewers, we see him as the bad guy, you playing that character, you are on his side. Yes, wow. I, gotta be, I gotta be on his side. I gotta be on his side, you know. Um, you know, someone whispered something to me um, at, at the premiere, you know, on, on Wednesday. And, and I said, when they asked me, Dumsani, how do you do it? I said... You just have to strip yourself of being yourself and don't be afraid to look ugly. Don't be afraid to 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 look evil. Don't be afraid, you know. Just be bare, you know. This is actually an acting masterclass. I love it. It's I, I wasn't expecting that. Actually, once while I have you uh to me here and I have Lebuhang, there's a question that I want to ask. And it's gonna involve Oros. And um, Jesse, so be free to jump in if you've got something to say, Oris and, and Jesse. Um, there were a lot of steamy scenes here, right? Um, we, I, I saw Jesse naked for the first time. I saw Oris naked for the first time. It's going to be awkward, Oris, because we groove together sometimes. Um, so the one thing that I noticed, though, and it goes back to something that Meryl Streep um, once spoke about the fact that the older the actors get the more mature they get they are sort of like stripped of their sexual sexuality and 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 sensuality as you can if, if i can put it like that and i noticed something on the show that the younger actors when they they went all the way right but when Dumi had to do that scene with Ntati, and uh, I think John had to do that scene with Ntati, it was sort of like pulled back. Was that a creative decision, or, or what happened there, Lebo? Um, oh, that's such a director question. I mean, for me, um, the it's so funny. I saw someone, I saw a tweet randomly, you know, talking about the nudity or something on the show. Um, and I think they were asking about like where, where, why wasn't Gulube naked? And then I was like, oh my goodness, like there, there is a lot of nudity on this show um, that I forgot about. But like, but like, all of it was part of story. I mean, I know for Pila, um, like the kind of Pila, the guy that Pila is, I, I imagine that the way that um, the director and the actors like depicted um, his sex scenes is part of his character. Um, I the scene with Gulube and Grace. Um, there was a lot of restraint there because as much as Grace wanted to give in to her feelings, she, you know, she still held back. You know, she wasn't free with with, with what she was doing. Um, and then with um, Zinche and Ndu, when they were in Durban, that was, um, I think that was like the one time that Zinche is like really allowing herself to to be free and unencumbered because, you know, Zinche is always living in multiple worlds and she's always planning, always doing, you know, she never lets go. And like I said, it's a director choice, but I think that was the energy of that scene was depicting the fact that like, in that moment, you know, before it all turns around, Zinche is free. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's um, as much as I, as much insight that I have. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think with regards, oh, yes. uh, hi guys, um, I think with regards to 
especially this the contrast between the sex scene between myself and Zintle and Kulube and um, Grace was to kind of show the difference between the two worlds. Um, the conflict um, that she, uh, 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 Grace was going through in allowing herself to be free to express what's going on within herself and allow that to translate within her sex in, uh, within the sexual experience and the freedom that we were feeling um, with um, Uzintle and Undu um, in feeling like um, they were finally away from the clap um, from the clutches of um, of the pressures of the family of um, um, Rose um, what's not Zintle's um, conflict that she was going through within her war um, a hidden war with the family as well. So I think it was also just an, a beautiful display to show that kind of a contrast. And I guess it was freedom versus um, constraint. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, so can oh, I just yes. jump here, my play? And um, mm. thank, thanks, thanks for that. I mean, for me, that was very interesting. And as much as I would have, I was actually upset with Grace because I felt like, oh, Grace. I felt like she got some type of relief. Then all of a sudden, she goes all crazy on John. But it was so satisfying to see, like, just, you know, the older woman just having a good time. And John, oh, John, I know it was not you, it was Gurube, pulling down. Lelo, why are you you celebrating, Lelo? It was so nice. It was. I really enjoyed it. I was like, okay, older people also have feelings. They also want to, you know, have fun. So it was really nice to see. I don't know if it's the director or the the writer who's responsible for that. I'm just saying I was happy it happened. So maybe let me ask John, how was that? How was that? Why is everybody laughing? <laughs> the fact that you celebrated for me is um, just, yeah. <laughs> As you said, I, I'm in total agreement with you. It was it was quite chilled, to be honest. And I mean chilled in the sense that, firstly, for me, it was my first time ever doing an intimate scene. Firstly, let's just put that out there. So uh, having to do it with somebody like Osuntati was a little bit intimidating for me, but also quite reassuring because of, you know, who she is. And not only her, but, you know, the director's what in terms of how it was handled. And, I mean, it was like a dance. You know, it was quite nice. It was pretty not straightforward but it was like okay cool <laughs> pretty it simple in that way I'm, yeah it, it 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 worked out <laughs> i really i really like that um and 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 i mean kulube even came dressed up like he was wearing this cream top and he's really looked nice for for, for 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 that scene i see jesse wants to comment and then we'll go to label after jesse Jesse. I was actually going to yes, I was actually going to say let's go to the other member of OnlyFans. Jesse, welcome to the space. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the only member of what? <laughs> no, Pella, you and Oros now are members of OnlyFans. I'm nah. just saying, welcome. To- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should put my hand down. <laughs> um, can I? Can I? Um, throw a spanner in the works just to go back to your question my player um about the actual um you know contrast in the in the uh sex scenes and i think your question was pertaining to the entertainment and tv and film industry in general yes 
Yes, it was. Yeah, it was pertaining yeah. to the fact that we don't see open sensuality from the the more mature actors. Um, yeah. if, even with Dumi's scene, Dumi's scene was not like your scene and Oros's scene. He was sort of like covered. It was more conservative. That's what, yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. Can I throw a spanner in the works and actually agree with you? Um, and I think uh, my co-hosts have given uh, uh, some pretty dope answers, which I actually understand. I didn't actually view it the way Oros uh, put it. And, and he made me realize that there might actually be another side to this. Obviously, how we film the, sex the sexual or intimate scenes has a lot to do with direction, um, you know, and storytelling and story writing um, the way Dumisani uh, explained beforehand. But I think, I think you're right. I think there is something happening in the industry. I don't know if it's a new thing or if it's been this way forever. Um, but the way I see it when I watch a lot of different shows is that um, you're right. There is something about the age of the characters and how they become intimate. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think that might be for multiple reasons. One, because that might be a true reflection of the way people are intimate at different stages in their lives, you know. Um, so it might be that uh, in combination with the fact that, you know, the older you become as an actor slash actress, the less, um, I think, um, what's his name? Uh, give me a second here. Mm, Batman, Batman, Checking Batman. Notes. Uh, notes. Anyway. Checking notes. <laughs> uh, yeah, checking notes, checking notes. <laughs> um, um, uh, one of the one of these Hollywood actors was telling me how was telling me yeah because I know him very well. Uh, was was in, <laughs> was in an interview saying how the older he gets, the less risk he feels he needs to take or even wants to take. And he was just talking in general when it comes to stunts, when it comes to body transformations, when it comes to intimate scenes. Um, you just feel like the, your priorities in your industry shift. And obviously the people who shot these scenes can come in and correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I, I do get the sense that the, your age also comes with a different sense of how you view the industry. And for us, I think for the younger people, it's like everything is exciting. Everything, I want to try everything. Then once you've tried everything, you start to pick and choose what you'll do again and what you won't. And I think the guys who have been in this industry for a while and who have had experience are at a stage where they can pick and choose what they do or don't want to do and for their own personal reasons. So I think it's a combination of things um, as well as writing and directing, yeah? No, no, you are, you are definitely right. I think, yeah, so like somebody like Utomi, who would not, yeah, would not go for that direction because it's just like, I've done it before, I don't need to do it now, and it doesn't yeah. add or take away from the character. Or, I, I, or, I, or maybe I, it's I, a misrepresentation of the character. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it's not even yeah. worth it. It actually takes away from the character to go there, you know? True. No, I, I definitely get you. And on top of that, we are in an African context. Utumsani is somebody's dad. Somebody's is going to be somebody's grandfather soon. And then it just, it gets awkward. It really does Mari, get awkward. Maribari, he's a daddy. People have been tweeting oh. about how yeah. Utumi, when did he come I'm a DM, I'm sure I'm a I see Mpo is on the space. Before we lose him again, Mpo, are you able to unmute and say something we really want to hear about your experience playing Bonga? And I must say, Lebu, I am still very hurt about how, you know, about uh, Bonga's fate on the show. Mpo, are you able to unmute and speak? Yes, I think so. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Great. 
so we're I gonna hear all about your experience it. playing bonga and um your thoughts on the ending <laughs> for, for bonga <laughs> on the show. I mean, look, I fell in love with the story the first time I read the entire script. Um, I even said to Lebo, thank you for writing, you know, such a pivotal and important character. I feel like he's it's well, he's important at least to me because of all of the emotions that he goes through, you know. And the fact that this is someone who's dealing with PTSD live, you know, um, the signs are there, but, you know, no one necessarily knows how to deal with that. And the fact that he's, he's, a, he's an old man, but he lives as a, as a child because he hasn't dealt with all of that. For me, it was, it was an important story to tell. And look, I was just as gutted about what happens to him in the end like i I was just as gutted with the with the final episode and i'm still mad you know Lebo and i still need to have a chat about that (laughs) i think so so. you need to have a chat because i'm out here waiting for season two and i'm like they have to find a way to bring bonga back so i don't know how (laughs) but the thing is you're giving away the story (laughs) (laughs) all right wait um Let's go to Judas and the wife. Nambit, hi. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you guys have nicknames for us. There's OnlyFans, I'm apparently Judas, there's Satan, I mean, wow. (laughs) Take us us through that character. Um, There's a part where she walks into that factory and Jesse's character is clearly shook by everything. And she is just all about ambition. And she's just like, I know what I want. I'm going to act like I'm fine with this. Like, take us through that character, when how you prepared for it and, yeah, everything around it. Sure, there's so much when it comes to Linda. I think the first thing for me was really just to to give her a backstory, you know, and I think with every character you need to do that because when you are reading the script and you're discussing it at the table read, there isn't much. You need to find the clues between the lines and you really need to sit down. It helped having Lebu there um, with the directors as well and with your cast members and really just say, you know, when did she enter the Bengals' lives? You know, what was her backstory with her mother, you know? And did her mother die or not? Is she an orphan? Um, When did she realize who her dad was and at what age? So for me, you know, that, just specifically that scene at the factory, there is a split second with Lebu, um, with Linda being dark-skinned, of course. That's a a complete contrast and juxtapose. Um, And the irony behind it. But there is a split second where her moral compass can see that this is wrong. But it's not only ambition. The The underlying drive towards Linda has always been this void she's had for her dad's love and approval. And I think a lot of people can relate to this as, as children, as siblings, um, as sisters. There is, for her, de- definitely with the backstory I gave her, you know, she entered the Bengals as a teenager. She didn't know who her father was for a long time, and she had this void um, of not knowing who her father is, needing a father figure. And, of course, then, bam, it's the great Don Bengu that she's seen on TV, newspapers, and, and this, this huge person you know, in her eyes. So she's always hungry for that love. And and that was the key drive of 
I'm really driven by my dad's approval. I want him to say I'm proud of you. I want to imitate him and almost just be the shadow of him. And because she has no one else in her life, she is latching onto her father as if it is literally the one thing that's going to keep her alive. And so here you play an LGBTQIA plus character. First time doing this and how was that? Oh man, this was an absolute prayer answered. I, I'm someone who has this rule of not playing the same character twice. And I'm quite meticulous and strategic to the roles that I do choose to take on. And this really was a role that I've been trying to manifest. Well, I did successfully manifest. Um, and just, I took it with the utmost responsibility and honor, um, for me, being an actor is purpose work. I see it as a service and I see it as a service of God gave me this gift and I'm here to do it as truthfully and as honestly as possible so people can see themselves and hopefully influence, impact and change lives, right? So when I took this and LGBTQ plus community doesn't have a voice in storytelling as much as it should. Um, this is now even an opportunity for a lot of storytellers and I think God Lebu did this to start telling their stories, but also be so meticulous. And thank you for Angela because she really held my hand. She's played a role like this before. And I prayed about this so much because I didn't want to be stereotypical. I didn't want to offend. I I needed every single person who is in the LGBTQ plus community to see themselves. And I wanted their stories told. So for me, it was taking away from the stereotype of this is a lesbian couple and just really tell a love story between two humans. We've all fallen in love. We all have been going through conflicts of love, whether we've needed to hide our love or it's, I mean, in this sense, it wasn't a, I'm coming out, you know, and the first episode we established Don, my dad saying, ah, you know, so that was very strategic and very purposeful for quizzical and label to not Wait, make it a coming actually, out. I missed that. No, because yes. I missed that part. I actually and missed that. So basically you were not, it, it, you were not coming not. out. You it's not. And I want to make this clear because they, I've been seeing all these tweets about, oh, you know, the way Don treats her is a typical coming out situation. It really isn't. Um, it really is the story of the conflict of the mere fact that she fell in love with Don, her father's wife. That really is where the conflict lies. Now we have to go back and watch for that because I also. No, it's good. <laughs> I missed that part. Now, listen, Umposazana ah. Zuma can speak now. Um, uh, Angela, welcome. Umposazana <laughs> Zuma. <laughs> yes. Angela, you need to also talk about did Don love um, U. Um, I forgot the character's name, but did Don love her? I I didn't oh, get it. Utando. There was a scene where Don, yeah, Utando. There was a scene where Don, like, uh, hits like the the photo of 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 him and U, Ulinda, and he says, "I never liked that photo anyway." And I was just like, he seemed angry at that point at the fact that U, Ulinda is now you know dating U, Utando. But I have a question: Did Don actually love you? 
Um, in my opinion, I really feel like for him, what why he was mad it was because of the fact that it's more image than anything. I mean, um, now <clears throat> you're going to read on the newspapers and and see on TV that um, Don's wife fell in love or is is dating his daughter. You know that you know it messes with his image as Don Bengu. Um, more than anything, I don't think he necessarily like was in love with Tando, but it's because he wanted to have kids. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Dumisani can answer his part uh, on 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 that. But for me, no, nah, I don't think he. I don't think he loved Tando like that. You know, it was just for the sake of having kids and you know, yeah, ending no, his, his you... legacy. I'm glad I'm glad you you mentioned that part as well because Don is all about, you know, his empire. He's also all about, you know, expanding his family. You know, whether he loves these these ladies or not, I, I don't I don't I don't think he's he's emotionally invested at all. Yeah. Hmm. So for you, Angela, going into the the story. Right, you're playing this character, you're playing a second wife, and I'm pretty sure after this character, you are not thinking about uh, polygamy. It's not going to work out for you. <laughs> no, look, I think even before I I got this role, I I've never had an issue with polygamy, and you know I have conversations with my friends about it, and they just like what polygamy? I mean, I'd never, I'd never, I don't know. I just I personally don't have an issue with being a second wife. Um, is that, um, you know, putting myself in a position where I think less of myself? No. Um, but, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm okay with it. But I'm not, like, set on the fact that, no, I don't want polygamy or I don't want to be in a polygamous, polygamy situation. Um, yeah, I personally don't mind it. Okay. No right. And, and we'll, I, we'll see. Sorry, can I can I just say you are like so amazing. I think you saw at the at the premiere like how people were just reacting to how you just nonchalant about everything and you didn't care about this freaking dawn. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes. you were amazing in the character. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I think I think for me with with this character, it was really challenging. It was really really challenging, and uh, you know when when we'd go on to set and, you know, would like go through the scene and, um, you know, the directors would, and I just, I, I loved the directors that we worked with. Shout out, shout out to the directors. They were absolutely amazing. They also just allowed us to, to make suggestions. I love working with directors that allow you to, to, to take the floor and, you know, make a suggestion as to how you'd think or how you think you, this character should be played or, or what this character would do in this scene, you know, and we would sit and would talk about it. You know, it's so nice to also have time to talk about it. There's, there's certain shows that, that we work on where there's no time, eh? There's no time to sit and talk and discuss the scene and actually uh, uh, come to a conclusion where, okay, fine, this is what the actor has decided. Let's try it this way. If it's not working, we'll try it another way. So it was, it was, it was such a blessing to, to, to be in that space where we're also allowed to make suggestions. And why I say it was just so challenging is because Tando never really had much to say because she was such an, she was an outcast, you know, she never even wanted to be in this family. And she's obviously she's stuck in this, in this cage um, that, that that's um, with, with, with this family, sorry. And um, 
the fact that she didn't have much to say is now where I had to work with my reactions. I had to use my, my facial expressions more than anything. And yeah, I, I really, I found that challenging and I enjoyed it. And, and, and Tanda uh, just wanted to drink your wine and, uh, you know, yes. <laughs> honey, I don't, I don't care at that. <laughs> I, I see that Tati, the director, has also joined. So if you want to direct a question to her, welcome, Tati. Hi, everyone. Sorry I'm late. I was actually directing something else. Ah, 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 How are you directing season two with the actors in the space? I don't understand. <laughs> Tati, you, yes. you, you, made, you, made a, you made a few interesting choices. Um, we discussed one of them earlier in the space. Um, um, I just take us through the choices that you've had to make in this series to make sure that it's not a typical series. Because I remember I did a I did a thread uh, introducing the show and introducing the cast, and there were many comments that were just like, "Ah, we've seen this story a couple a thousand times before. Why are all South African stories? They hadn't seen the show, and." When we watched the show, you made a few choices that actually changed the course of the story and made it something completely brilliant. Like, take us through that process. Well, to start with, there are actually three of us. There are three directors that are on this. Um, and our decision was, as Angela said, to really allow this incredible group of actors to do what it is that they can do bring what it is that they can bring. And it is an element of time, but it's also an element of us really trying to get the most honest portrayal of people, how they speak, how they walk, what they dress in. We really wanted to get a sense of authenticity. There's characters that we see that start to feel stereotypical because we don't allow them any space for nuance and to play. And I think what you really get from everyone is a sense of play is a sense of them really feeling like themselves. So the decision wasn't very difficult. It was really just to say, get the best people for these roles and allow them to do what they can do, which they did, as we've all seen. Everyone did an amazing job. So my job wasn't you, hard, basically. <laughs> you did an amazing job. You, you. you, kudos to the three of you. You were absolutely amazing. Kudos to the director of photography. Ooh, some of those aerial shots. Yes. Brilliant. Loved it. Lelo, I think because we, we've got five minutes left, we're just going to extend maybe by another five or ten minutes. We're going to allow people on the floor, to just five people, unfortunately, guys, to direct questions to the cast and the directors. And um, guys, um, those of you who are speakers, if you want to respond to the question, just put your hand up. So let me see. Um, we've got Sonto, uh, Sonto Ndrovu. Um, I'm going to add you a speaker right now. Um, if you have a question, and can we keep it short, guys? We've got like 15 more minutes. And yeah, um, Sonto, is it working out for you? Okay, let me go to Jesse. Um, add a speaker. Guys, if you have a question, please just request. We'll, yeah, we'll. Pick at random. Maple, okay. while you wait to to add them, let me just go to John Ramane and just ask, was Gulube a good or bad guy? Because 
I struggle. I'm not sure whether Kulube was a good or bad guy because yes, at the end he was trying to help and all of that, but in the beginning he allowed all of those things to happen and it can't just be Uguti love was the reason why he was so stupid all these years. So I'm just asking, was Kulube a good or bad guy? John? Hectic, hectic, hectic. Yo, um, I think I'm going to have to leave that to you guys to decide because just like Dumi said earlier with this character, for me it was a case of, I can't judge him. I didn't want to judge him. I realized that he had a journey from point A to point B. And my job was just to literally take y'all through the journey. So um, <laughs> my my basis point was like, he's he, it's love. It comes from a place of love and that's it. And I, I don't want to say love will make you do stupid things, but it's not like he was, he was numb to all the things, the bad things that he did do. He did feel, but I think, you know, he was stuck between a rock and a hard place somewhat. And yeah, he made he made the choice which eventually didn't work out for him. Okay, I guess you were on his side. Lebu, was uh, Kulube a good or bad guy? And then we'll <laughs> go to Sonto for her question. Heban, um, it's so funny. Watching this yesterday with my father, like, Kulube was the most hard... I wanted to tell John, like, Kulube was the I think maybe also because of the name, it's so like specific to where I come from. But I don't, I mean, when he says love, um, love can be in so many things. It's not like a pure, like wonderful feeling. Love can be contaminated. Uh, or what do you call love can be something contaminated. So I think he calls it love. But when we look at him, look at the way that he presents himself in the world, I don't think he's a person who loves himself. Um, I don't think he's a person who's allowed himself to to see who he can be outside of this trap of, um, you know, the life that he knows with Don and Grace. So I think when he says love, he means it. But if, you know, as you as Lelo, like wondering, you know, my experience of love would never make me do that. And I think that's that's true. You know, he, he his own definition is is his. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Lebu. Thanks, John. All right. Sonto, are we, I added you as a co-host because I couldn't add you as a speaker for whatever reason. But before I go to you, Sonto, I see John has a comment to make. John? Uh, yes, thank you. Um, just to add to what Lebu Hang said, he was spot on about that because, you know, my character gave up so much of himself for somebody else. There's a lack of love there. He doesn't love himself. So he's definitely right about that. It's just, you know, I've been, I've been in the unfortunate situation where, you know, self-esteem has been so low and self-worth has been so low that you give yourself over to somebody at uh, the disadvantage of yourself in the bigger picture. So it was, it was somewhat similar in that way in terms of in terms of all of the story. Oh, we know all about that, John. Santo. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi, Lalo. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. You can pose your question to the customer. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Mine is not even a question. I just want to say shout out to the talent from Limpopo. You know my love for Limpopo. And what I've been saying, you guys are just proving to me, Lebo, that um, Limpopo is an amazing destination. I just want to say thank you so much. But before we go, Lelo, if you can talk to Grace, please, because she was she just made my time watching this um, this uh, series. So thank you very much. 
thanks sounds thanks onto i i did speak to her but unfortunately she's not on twitter anymore she's one of the people that we chased off twitter because we were so we are so harsh on this platform but i mean she she's really amazing in 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 her character i love grace um my player did not like the grace character for some reason i don't know if it's the, it's the grace character that she did not like my play but i thought ntati was phenomenal she was brutal she was savage i think the ntati. savage in the in the title comes from Tati and her lines and Zinte suffered <laughs> from Tati. No Grace, no Lelo. Grace is horrible. Like Grace, Grace and Don belong together. They are horrible, horrible people. But I did understand a bit about Grace. It's Don's fault. Like everything is Don's fault. Like if anything oh, went wow. wrong on the show. Oh wow! It, oh wow! <laughs> For real. <laughs> Everything. I mean, you guys, you guys just spoke about whether, whether, like, you, you just asked the question whether Kurube was a good guy or a bad guy. Don, for example, is not a scientist. Don never came up with all these, uh, uh, these chemicals. Kurube is the one who's behind all those things. I mean, what is so Wait. wrong with building an empire? Whether someone chooses to burn their faces or not, it's not Don's ah, place. John, do you want to answer? That, that is outrageous what he just said. That's insane. Um, and, but I guess he does have a point to it as well. Fair enough. I mean, some, if, if Golobe was really that dude, he could literally say, Grace and Don are riding his coattails. They are, they are just bumming off of his excellence and his brilliance or whatever. But I don't think he realizes how brilliant he actually is. What he's doing is like, okay, cool. I mean, I had to make up a backstory for the character and spoke to Lebo Hang about it in terms of where exactly is it is that he's coming from. But he does, I don't think he, he, he sees his brilliance. And Grace does. Grace is, you know, the one who's like, who's the mastermind? Don is just, if I were to equate it to a chess piece, Don is the king. The king is protected by all the other pieces. The queen is the one that makes all the major moves. You know, Kolobe, like I said, quitting into chess, he's a bishop who, who does what he's supposed to do. I mean, and Don, he just sits there, protected, wow. defended, you know? You love the in the head, bro. You, you just love the love the in the head. <laughs> um, okay. We have Ngaba Maple. Yeah. Ngaba, yes. you have a question? Hi, uh, thank you, Lalo, host and co-host. Uh, great production, great cast, uh, great work, guys. Pick up. So I think more on the production side, I think um, streaming, uh, I think in Africa, the industry uh, is still young and booming. And Netflix, they say, is 50% of that. So in terms of uh, perhaps a question to directors, uh, continuity. I mean, what's the plan going forward to keep this quality work? And how long does it take for a production like this to 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 perhaps happen? You know, to prepare for it and looking to the future to also retain uh, these actors and actresses. Thank you very much, host. Thank you, Ngaba. Tati, that is for you because we need to keep these amazing actors employed. We need to make sure they get paid. So please answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a very valid, very important question as to how we make sure that we retain our talent. And it's just to answer the first part of it of how long it takes. 
for this type of production, we're very, very happy to work with Netflix and that they gave us the resources, which meant that we had time. And that time also allowed us to showcase Johannesburg, to showcase this family in the best way that was possible. In terms of your, and that, that took about, oof, I mean, from level writing to us actually shooting and then the edit process afterwards. I think it's fair to say it's about two years or so in, in total. So it was a long process, which was important because you can see it. The quality is there because there was a lot of thought that was put behind it. Uh, to your second question about how do we keep this going forward, it's really up to our audiences and up to us to say that we are valuable as creatives, as South African creatives, that we we really deserve this kind of input that we deserve the kind of resources that are being given to us and to make sure that people keep supporting local content. We can only supply so much, but if there isn't a demand, then there's not a lot that we can do. So I'm very grateful for the reception that we've had. And if we can keep that going, then we as creatives, as directors, as writers can make sure that this kind of talent is retained. Thank you. I love that as well. Um, Lebo, when you're writing for season two, uh, please, I'm in it. Um, I don't have issues with nudity, um, so we'll be okay. Um, we- <laughs> before, you, before you move on to the, other, to the other people to ask questions, I just have one last question for Tati. Tati, in you guys making the show, I don't know if you or Lebo, um, I mean, as a director and as a, as a, as a writer, what were the the things that were important for you in putting this show together? What were the things that you like? This is these are the things that I'm not going to compromise on in us making the show. Um, I mean, I'll speak to the production side of it. Level, as you've seen, is not compromised in terms of the writing. It's excellent. It's incredible. So it was a pleasure for us to be able to work on that. From the production side of it, I think we'd said very clearly from the beginning that we are not just making a South African show. We're making a show that showcases South Africa in the best way. So we weren't going to compromise on, on any of the elements that we are going to put in front of the camera. The cinematography is excellent and it works seamlessly because it works with the characters. We made sure that every time somebody is filmed, they're filmed in a way that you already get a sense of this character as they walk onto screen. So you know who Grace is the first time you see her. You get an idea of who Zinke is, and that's on purpose because you want to be able to keep walking with her character as you go. You know who Don is, you know who the family is. So that's, those are the things that we didn't want to compromise on, and I think we did a good job at that. You know, you did. You don't have to think it. We're telling you, you did it. It was brilliant. Wendy. Welcome to the space. Do you have a question? Hi, everybody. Um, thank you so much for um, having me come up here. First of all, I just want to say I binged this. Like, I cannot stop. So amazing, amazing, amazing work. Uh, this was just so good. I cannot wait for season two. Um, I guess my question is about Ndu. Um, I'm really curious, like, why he was why he was so like not involved in the family business. I, I'm not sure if that's going to be revealed, obviously, in season two, because he always, he's like this peacemaker, but 
for some reason, it was always, um, you know, the brother and sister that were only looked at to be potentially, obviously, to take over the company. But he was always like kind of hidden concerning the the business, the family and all of that. Um, I'm just curious if that's something that's going to kind of unpack. Even at one time, I almost thought that maybe this is not Don's child or something like that. But um, I'm just curious to hear, um, I guess, that about that. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Wendy. It's a good question because there was actually a scene where they were talking about something related to the business, and he's like, "Ah, I'm not, I'm not involved. Right. Not concern me." And he wanted to leave, but Grace made made him stay. So, Lebu, maybe you can answer this question: Are you sure Ndumiso is Don's child, and why was he so not interested in this whole family business? <laughs> um, I mean. I, I guess I'm sure he's Don's child. I mean, I don't know. Let, let's see. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I, I feel like everyone in the Bengu family is trapped. Um, everyone is a, a prisoner to the patriarch, um, to the capitalism, the capitalism of the family in, in terms of the, the business. So everyone is trapped in some way. And um, I think Ndu, as the younger child, um, he, he's been out of step with everyone. Like Linda is really driven because she wants to belong to her father. She wants to do everything in her power to be her father. And then you have um, Pila, who, as the eldest son, he feels that like he's been raised to take over. So I think Ndu is one of those children that find themselves kind of doing their own thing while the stars of the family are fighting it out um he you know he he's an artist um he's also like i mean the the the, the thing that i really liked about him i mean he does leave and then obviously he ha he makes a stunning return but um people can be trapped in their family's wealth. I sometimes wonder what it's like to be a child from that kind of family where you feel like, oh, if my parents were that rich, I would never have to work for anything. But then I also feel like if there is a system around you of who you are supposed to be because you belong to that family, then you're also trapped. And I think he, out of everyone else, is trying to figure out how to be himself, but he can't fully pull away he can't fully like sever that tie so he finds himself kind of like stepping in stepping out um he's he's i think he's finding himself and his journey in life to to just answer the question galelo because you are now speaking as a writer no i'm going to tell you why he's a last born and i'm speaking as a last born last bones are a problem guys we are a problem and we always want to deviate from it we we are the ones that choose to be a photographer in a family of bankers we are a problem it's just it's our thing i i didn't i didn't turn out that way but that's who we are anyway, yeah we've got <laughs> we've got uh the girl with uh sorry uh, the, um, i can't see your full uh, it's, the, it's the girl with the blue heart Maple, before we yes. go to the girl with the blue heart please get ready to ask your question I want to ask Jesse. so Jesse, um, you I actually I told you the other day like I didn't even know Jesse, but I saw him on the show and I was like oh let me google this guy he's so good at his character but just what was your experience playing Upila and this this well I kind of feel like Pila they the, the portrayal in, in the beginning was like a bad you know bad boy but he was actually 
quite a nice guy. Like, I mean, how he supported his mom and he stuck with her. And even when the dad was like, you are not going anywhere. He was like, watch me go. Like, he just really supported the mom. And when the mom, you know, with the whole thing, with the miscarriage, he he went to the mom and said, you must go and apologize to Tando about what happened. So I felt like, ooh, ooh. Upila was actually not a bad a bad boy as, as he was portrayed in the beginning. But just tell me your experience of playing that character, and then after that we'll go to the girl with the blue heart. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Lilo. It was actually a lot of fun playing this character. Um, every other character that I've been cast as in the past has not been this much fun to be around, you know. <clears throat> um, so it was really fun for me, just exciting to play the character and just uh, experience a new range for myself as an actor. But then also, um, as you say, you know, I think it was quite interesting to see um, Pila, I think, unlike the other characters, um, was the was the was the personification of judging a book by its cover every other character on this show i think you get a sense of who they are maybe their stories aren't um revealed uh maybe their full story is not revealed at the beginning of the story but who they are you sort of get a sense of who they are right out the gate and with pila i think um i don't know if this was done intentionally in terms of writing but even I read the character at first and I was like, man, this guy is just not a good human being. And as the story goes, you realize that actually, wait a minute, this, this dude is a really great person. He just, by society's standards <laughs> and by his dad's standards, um, is not uh, uh, an upstanding you know, citizen of society. He's not a moral, uh, morally upstanding person because of you know, the drugs, the parties, the girls. Um, it's 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 quite interesting. If for me, it made me ask a question to myself, and I hope that the the, the audience also um, got the sense that you know, if you were to meet somebody in the streets tomorrow, and you, you guys go out partying together, and he stopped in the middle of the road to quickly get his bag of uh, MDMA or MMA, as uh, Rosemary <laughs> as Zinke says. Um, would you use that as a reason, as, as your basis for your decision as to whether or not this person is a good person or a bad person? Because when it came down to the wire, he made all the right decisions, all the morally right decisions. Like you said, forcing his mom to apologize, um, leaving the business um, when he found out what it was all about, um, you know, it, it, it makes you wonder what is it that we as society, what is it that we use to determine the good and the bad in people? You know? Mm -hmm. You know, Twitter, Twitter has actually made us, um, Twitter made us like that. It made us very Puritan. So one thing yeah. that we see about you that is not above board discredits everything about you but we've seen yeah. that's how it's applied on on this app so yeah. i i think that that's the problem because i i know what you are talking about i know exactly what you are talking about you the girl with the blue heart but, yeah hi 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 am i hello hi yes how, you are um, we I have, Mama, you can ask your I question. Have, <laughs> yes. Um, my question is, uh, be, uh, be, uh, before I can even um, ask the question, I do want to applaud everyone. I think this was one of the best cast series ever.
everyone played their roles exceptionally well. And um, my question is for Olinda. Um, I don't know if maybe you guys have touched on this. I didn't. I joined quite late. Um, but I want, I want to know, what is the driving force for Olinda to want to be validated by her father the way that she wants to be validated? Is it because of she's not Grace's child? Or is it because she does not like Grace? What is the driving force for her to, to be validated so badly by Obabdon? Thank you for that, the girl with the blue heart. <laughs> we did actually touch on this um, earlier, but just to give you a bit of a, um, a shortened version. So what I had mentioned earlier is giving really every character that that I play a backstory, right? So reading between the lines in the script. So for Olinda, just to give you her backstory, she... She didn't know her father, right? For a long time, she grew up with a void. She grew up in poverty with Umama Waike and the mother did pass on. And there is a, a scene when she is pitching to Don to take over and be the CEO where she mentions that she only came into their lives as a teenager. So for Linda, that sense of a void where she's never had a father, she's longed for a father and not knowing who her father is and later on when her mother dies, being told that the great Don Bengal, you know, that she's seen on TV and so forth, is her father. That void is an underlying driving force for everything that she does, for every choice that she makes, her hunger for her dad's approval, love, acceptance, just for her father to say, I'm proud of you. And most importantly, for her father to see her, you know, um, she doesn't have anyone else. This is the only family member she has. And she's been dreaming of this father for so long, literally reinventing her in her own mind of who this man could be. So I hope that does answer your question as a driving force of why Linda is the way she is. And I think a lot of people can relate to, I guess, a void that a lot of young children have that is not filled and constantly seeking for that love and approval. But in at the end of the day, it really is something you give yourself and realizing that a parent's love should be unconditional. Namita, you sound like such a thespian when you talk. Like, I, I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so every much. Time, every time Nambita speaks, I'm like, okay, I need to go back and watch this show because clearly <laughs> you know, I was like, She's taking us through. It's like you're speaking to a masasa. You know, those type of people where they tell you the story and you see it, they paint the picture with their words. It's beautiful to listen to. Uh, Leno, are we, so we're going to take one. Thank you so much. We're going to take one more person and then we are going to say our goodbyes. Mashudu, uh, please Ma ask your question. Hmm? Mable, can I just ask? It's it's 16.19. Can we please just close at 16.30? I'm just asking for the sake of everyone in this space. Just 16.30 and then we are all done. Yeah, Mable, while we wait for Mashudu, Mashudu, before Mashudu goes on, I just want to go to Mpo quickly. Mpo, I want to ask, because you had that whole scar. Wait, I, also, wait, before I talk about Mpo's scar, um, Zintle had a scar that appeared when she wanted it to appear. <laughs> 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 to appear, guys. I, I want to ask Mpo, Uguti, did you have to draw that thing? Did they have to draw that thing every day on your face? Or was it just once and you shot all the scenes? Tell me about this car. <laughs> no, so that actually happened every day. So every time I was on set, I had to arrive a little bit earlier than everyone so that my makeup could be done. So makeup both on the arm and on the face had to be done probably like an hour before we started. So that was literally every single day I was on set. 
taking it off. Rosemary and I, it only was like once or twice. Ne? Ah, Rosemary. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Puella. I think Puella, Rosemary. Because <laughs> the way she hit that I'm like, hi, this girl only appears when she wants to say it. No, but I, I get it. Um, she, she hides the scar, guys. She hides the scar with the Bengi Beauty makeup product. So <laughs> she can't yeah, let no. the family see the scars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I hear you. And um, you looked amazing in that Kherat Johan wedding dress, by the way. And I actually have a, <laughs> you did. I actually have a question to Tati, but I'll ask this later on, Tati. I wanted, or maybe Tati and Lebo, there was a, a moment where uh, Grace Bengu is like, you know, after Don reject her, then she's like wiping off that great that that um that Bengu beauty makeup off her face. So I just wanted you to talk about the significance of that scene, particularly. But before that, I need to ask Mashudu a question. Mashudu, give Mashudu a chance to ask a question, um, and then we can go to that. Mashudu, welcome. Hello, everyone, and uh, thanks for welcoming me. Um, it's not really a question from my side. I'm just here for my two favorites, um, which is Nambita and uh, Rosemary. I love their work a lot, and I was, was just glued um, with everything that was going on. But uh, Nambita, I was quite disappointed when you ran away from the scene uh, when Bonga um, got shot. I wanted you to find out all that and I wanted you to find um, Zinche there on the scene as well so that you can then believe um what's her name um the lady did you undo. i forgot her name so i think that i wanted that to happen and just see what then goes on before um udon everything happened with udon was in and all that. so i think there we quite missed something that i was um anticipating as well but overall <laughs> i love the culture and I love the work. And yeah, guys, you owe us a season two. Yes, there'll be room Thank for that you. in season two. Lebu, <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted that, um, Linda to see. Don't worry, we all wanted that. Yeah. It's so going to be a rivalry. Hmm. I think that would have been an interesting thing to happen. But we've got season two coming up. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, Lelo, we are going to say uh, our goodbyes. Sorry, my plate. Do you have inside info? You just, this is in two coming Hi, up. I also wanted no? to ask. Um, hey. Le- Lebo and I are working on season two and my debut. So don't worry about that. Like, it's happening. <laughs> Lebo, Lebo, I'm a great writer. I will even write my own parts with you. Don't worry. This is going to be seamless and easy. And I'm amazing. <laughs> It already sounds very easy. <laughs> yeah. I'm Let's a, I'm go. A, I, I think Don, Don needs a brother who checks. There's always, there always needs to be somebody who checks you, like a brother from America who comes through and just checks Don. And I think I'll, I'll do very well. I'll do the work. <laughs> Don seems to be agreeing, my play. Don seems to be agreeing. I heard him laugh. I'm just laughing at the fact that it's a brother from America. <laughs> <laughs> but um, guys, 
be, before we wrap up, I really just want to say thank you so, so much for putting your heart and everything into the characters that you played. Thank you, Lebu. Thank you, Tati, for how you uh, wrote and directed the show. I, I, I think it's something that we as South Africa can be proud of. I mean, it, it just came out now and I think the world is still going to watch and you're going to get feedback and you are here, you know, from, from not just us who are here at home who are wanting for it to be successful, but it's, it's really been amazing. So, um, I mean, we've kept you way past your one hour, but before we go, I don't know if anybody has some last comments that they would like to make. I'm just going to give Dumi a chance and then, I don't know, Rosemary and maybe you, Bonga and Jesse. Have uh, would like to say something and and label before on Angela actually actually everybody before we go just just last words from Dumi and then we go to Nambita Angela Lebu and John and then we'll go to everybody else after just last words before we go and then I promise we are wrapping up I don't want to say goodbye because it's been such a wonderful space thank you for making the time but Dumi any last words to all the audiences who are loving and hating you as Don Bengu. Uh, Lelo and uh, Maple, thank you for, for hosting us uh, and uh, thanks to the cast for, for joining in and to all the listeners, uh, to everyone who's watched the show, um, you know, we, we are really, we are really uh, grateful to you guys for, for the support and we are because you are. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to me, Nambita. Sure, we are because you are. I mean, he said it best. You know, this is such a collaboration and a partnership and the success of South African stories really lies on our viewers watching, streaming, even repeated for the second, third, fourth time. <laughs> I'm glad that a lot are going to go back. But from ourselves, I mean, sure, we worked so hard and to just see this response, see you guys receive us so well and your remarks and reviews are literally why we do what we do. So please do continue sharing how we've impacted you because for me personally, that is my why. That's what fuels me and keeps me going. So thank you so much. Thank you, Nambita. And I was shocked that I didn't see you in Blood Sisters because you are in every Netflix show, but see you in the next one, my sister. <laughs> Angela, <laughs> any last words? Ay, la, 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 we are because you are. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. No, um, I just want to say thank you so much for, for having us on this Twitter space, um, for making my first Twitter space experience so fun. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, I also just want to say thanks to everyone who's been watching and everyone who's been supporting. You guys are absolutely amazing. I mean, the reception is just it's it's yeah like it's it's a bit overwhelming as well like I, I just love the fact that people are receiving it well i love the fact that people are receiving my character well and and they're picking up on the little bits or the little choices that i made um uh, for, for tandor and yeah man like it was it's been an absolute pleasure working with each and every one of you um and yeah here's to many many more how could we Angela. not have that dimple go that dimple <laughs> I've yeah, been on set a couple. <laughs> Angela, I've been on a few sets. Um, and the way I looked at the glass of red wine that your character was holding, were you drinking real wine? Because it didn't look like no. grape juice. <laughs> no, um, let's just, you know, uh, give <laughs> a, a, a credit to the uh, art department. They pulled it off very well. No, it was not real mm. wine. 
um, yeah. <laughs> no, because most of the time you look at these productions and you're just like, listen, I've had enough red wine in my life to know what I'm looking at. And that is clearly grape juice. Like, why are we doing this? But yours looked real. So I just had to confirm that. <laughs> Rosemary? Yeah, we, we, we work with a great team. <laughs> they put it together. <laughs> Maple, that means it was real wine. Okay. It was real wine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she, she went home to see every Drinking day. <laughs> All right, Lebu. Lebu, do you have any last words uh, before we close off? And then we'll go to John Antiroro. I'm loving this Antiroro name, by the way. It, it's an amazing name, Rosemary's name. Um, I'm so thrilled that the show is out in the world. Um, so many people worked so hard on it. It's such a beautiful show. Um, I'm in love with all these characters, all these. Um, just it's, it's a beautiful show. And I hope people uh, are entertained and also they connect with something. I think there's something to connect with with each character. Um, for me, there's no bad or good character. They're just these complicated human beings that reflect some parts of our humanity to us. So um, I really hope that the show has that 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 that, that root of um, like a like a like emotional reality. Like I, I really hope people keep connecting with that and just loving and loving it and laughing at Grace's savage lines. And yeah, just fun, fun, fun. Grace was brutal. Momma, I'm proud of you, Lebo. John, Momma. Oh, Firstly, thank you, Oslelo and my blur for hosting the space. This is also my first space and it was quite fun. Even though sometimes I was like, I don't know if I articulated what I wanted to say quite well. And I've already thanked them before, but I just wanted to say thank you again to Tati and Lebohang. I had my own hiccups and own insecurities when when I found out that I was going to take this role on. I was like, I'm not even close to Kolube's age. How am I supposed to play this guy? But they spoke life and, um, you know, they gave me the belief that I can actually do it. And yeah, I guess it worked out. And to the incredible cast for being so supportive and so open and just creating the space, you know, for each and every one of us. They, they are incredible. Not even just incredible actors, but they're just incredible human beings in general, you know, and uh, yeah, it's been, I've never experienced anything like this before. They're used to this. I'm just kind of like, what the hell is happening? This, this, it's been overwhelming having to deal with this type of reception, you know, but grateful for it. And like Auntie Roro, just breathing it in and taking it in step by step. So yeah, that's it for me. And uh, yeah, guys, enjoy the show and uh, to, to bigger and greater heights to all of us. Amen. Thank you, John. I actually have a crush on Kuluba, so I, you must have done something really well. Let me let's move on to Auntie Roro. <laughs> Auntie Roro, your last word. <laughs> we are because you are. <laughs> um, I just wanted to echo what Divisani said. I actually loved it. And I think everybody has really said everything that I wanted to say. Just want to you know send a shout out to Quizzical to um, Netflix, also to the incredible cast who never, not even for one second, allowed me to doubt myself as, um, you know, a leading lady for this show or as someone who hasn't maybe uh, done as much as them, had as much experience as them. We all 
felt so equal and the love was so real and the bond was so real. And I think this is the first time that I can look at a cast and say, that is my family, like for life. So I thank, um, you know, Lebu also for writing the way that he did for each and every one of us. I mean, we ate our characters and that is on God. Um, I also just want to thank you, Lelo. <laughs> thank you guys so much for hosting us. It's, yeah, most of us is our first space. And I hope that, you know, the rest are as fun as this one. And yeah, I mean, the list is very long. I'm just going to thank also the, the people who are viewing, watching, commenting, liking, sharing, and um, just the light that is being shared through our work is amazing to see. Um, it's amazing to see how far it's hitting also, because, you know, our as much as we are South African artists, our light is global. And it's very nice to see that Netflix has given us that opportunity. So, yeah, let me not speak too much. Thank you so much. Love you all. Get it, can, I just you. Say, can I just say that uh, we are also top 10 globally. Thank you. Okay. I know that's okay. right. Okay. <laughs> well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. <laughs> Rosemary, get a bad sister. You are gonna need it because hey, I mean Uzinte was just an incredible character. So let's go to Jesse for his last words. Um first of all, thank you to the two of you guys for hosting this Twitter space uh, and giving us an opportunity as a cast and writers and directors to shed a light on some of the story behind the story. Um also like obviously a huge thank you to the fans and the guys like who are just watching it and posting about it on repeat and just getting everyone else to watch it. Um I was saying the other day, it's so crazy to think that, you know, years looking years back, you know, you have a dream for yourself, you know, but you have no idea that at the same time, somewhere else in the world, someone else in the world has a dream for themselves and the two dreams are going to line up to make yours possible. You know, somewhere in the world, I had no idea that Alebu um, was writing up a story, was dreaming up a story like this. I had no idea that, you know, there are other directors and other actors and actresses, um, producers, uh, DOPs, sound guys, you name it. Everybody who was part of this production, somewhere in the world, they had a vision for themselves um, to be on a production of this magnitude. And all our dreams just so happened to coincide at the right moment. And for me, when I think about that, it's actually really incredible to think how this was actually possible and how God made everything align so perfectly. So I'm just riding the wave of that, you know, it's just exciting to think about. And also, as um, Angela just said, you know, just the worldwide reception is unbelievable, guys. I'm getting messages from Brazil, from Gabon, from the US, from the UK, um, Nigeria. Um, it's crazy. Like, it's unbelievable to see. I think we're number six in Brazil, last I checked. Um it's it's unbelievable to see the amount of love right. that we're receiving all over the world. And, you know, it just goes to show that, like, language is not a barrier. Story, like, real, true-life story is a worldwide language, man. So shout out again to the writers and the directors and the cast for bringing that story to life and a story that can be um, related, relatable all over the world, man. Thank you guys again for whoever's listening right now. Thank you and you and you and you and you in the back and you over there and you on the left. Thank you, Jesse. 
that is Doing a musician that. right there. Yeah. So, that's that's a rapper right there. Just you and you all over all over the world, man. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I want to send a shout out to my manager. You know what I'm saying? I want to send a shout out to the boys back at home. Y'all you know I mean? Hey mama, mama, I see you, mama. We did it. <laughs> okay. So the last the last person um is Tati and then Asavela. I'm just gonna ask you to just say quick, quick uh shout out to everybody and then we wrap up. So Tati, your last words from you. Yeah, I mean a great thanks to all of you. I, I think everyone has said the core of it, but really what this is about is us being able to share our talent with the world as we rightly deserve to do. And it's come out this way because you all believed in yourselves as the cast, as we all believed in you as the directors and it's, and as the writers. And it was as founded, you know, it's, it's, it made sense that you inhabited these roles. We took, maybe some of you know, maybe some of you don't, but we took months in the casting process. We were so rigorous and Terry, myself, and the other two directors in Lebo and Netflix combed through hundreds of people to find this family. And I'm so glad that we did because you just make it shine. It just comes to life. So my great thanks to you. It's such a pleasure as a director to be able to work with this group of people. You do make it feel like home when we're on set. And my great thanks to the reception that we've had. It's it's a wonderful story. It's great for us to be able to share it, but it's it's even better to be able to see the look on someone's face when they're like, this character is my favorite character. And I'm like, well, they're all my favorite characters, so I can't really say. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much Tati Ach, this is so awesome to, to just hear I, it, it all feels like a dream sometimes just listening to you know the, the stuff that you guys do okay um, we are about to wrap up but um, uh, Brian and uh, Ona I just want you to make your comments you can ask questions because we are closing the space now do you have a comment to make before we close off Brian all right. No, thank you so much for um, the opportunity. So I'm going to make it very short. Um, I won't ask a question, but let me make it a compliment. Uh, firstly, I will um, say that I loved watching Nambeta portray this character because I sort of felt represented because um, I relate so much to the storyline and I've had to play the role in my own real life uh, with my dad. Uh, I really felt represented and she did such a phenomenal job. Um, I was like, I need to watch more of what she does. Whatever she's in, I'm like, I was literally searching and I was like, I am in love with just the character and how she's doing it. Um, obviously with the cast, when I saw the cast, I was I was Brian, already told. <laughs> yeah. For Nambita, just search Netflix original South Africa and she's in all of them. You can. We will find it there. Actually, I've seen about two already. So, uh, trust me, I'm on it. I'm on it already. So, another one with Utumisani and uh, Grace as well. When I immediately saw them as, you know, one of the leading characters, I was like, this is something I'm definitely going to watch because I know they are going to give, you know, their 100%, 100% and uh, I know how, you know, how good they are and another thing i'm just trying to rush and make it uh you know straight to the point um i enjoyed 
uh, Rosemary's character as well. I think she did a phenomenal job. I haven't really watched her, you know, uh, portraying a different character, but, you know, watching her doing this, um, I was really like, wow, we really have so much talent in our uh, country. Um, this is a type of, you know, the level of talent was just spot on. The casting was just, you know, uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to recommend this to so much people that uh, haven't watched the show. Um, but you guys are doing great. Can't wait for season two. But um, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for... Thank you, Brian. There well. absolutely has to be season two. I agree with you. Thank you for your for your love uh, for the show. I also loved it. Um, okay, Ona Rume, you are the last one to speak and then we say our goodbyes to everybody. Oh my God, thank you very much for allowing me to speak. I'm literally like watching it right now and I'm from Nigeria and oh my God, this show is just so... I love Don. I don't know why people don't really like him. Okay, bye, Ona. Bye, bye, Ona. Bye, bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Thank you. I cannot believe I'm talking to you. Oh my god. I'm so <laughs> <Please>. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I love like the back and forth with um the um like when they are showing when they are young and coming back. I, I like the fact that it was not like a straight story, it was just like you you don't you will not expect what's going to happen next. I like I did not even expect um Kolobi was going to die. That's just the thing. It's it's so oh my god. I'm not yet done, but I actually really, really love it. And I love South African movies. I've watched um Blood and Water and uh, like there's a way you guys just talk. There's a way you speak that <laughs> it's different and it's just really nice. I just want oh I love um Oh, sorry, I don't really like know how to like pronounce the names that much, but I just love the old cast and every other person. Thank you for this amazing movie. Thank you to the director. Like the casting was perfect. Like they were literally like you can see that um they were going according to like their cast. Like ah, they were representing it very much. I just want to say like this movie was a ten over ten. Thank you very much. Oh, thank, thank you, Anna. And uh, Don Bengu is played by one of South Africa's best artists, Jumisa Nimbebe. He's amazing. Mm. And he, we as South Africans are also just as proud of him in this character. So thank you so much for that love. And then we Maple, love, we love Jumisani. To... <laughs> Jumisani is amazing. But there's nothing to love about Don. I have to say that, guys. No. Listen, if you love Don, then probably your grandmother was doing things. Why Tarat? Because there's no way. There's no way. That character, no way, guys. There's nothing salvageable about that man. No. That's all Team I'm going Don to say. Bengu. Thank you. Team Don Bengu. Team Don Bengu. No. Guys, thank you so much to everybody that, that joined the space. Thank you so much to the cast. Um, you guys are absolutely amazing. Lebo, well done. Take it all in. Um, Tati, well done. Take it all in. This was beautiful. I can't wait to see each and every one of you on set for season two. I am going to be amazing. You guys are going to be blown away by what I'm planning to bring to the table. Um <laughs> Lelo, it's always it's always good uh, to do this with you. Um, ho the next time we talk, we're going to be talking about season two. 
Yes, next time we have a space, we're going to be talking about season two. I can't wait to see how they bring Bonga back. But thank you, everybody. Dumi, Nambita, Mpo, Lebu, John, Auntie Roro, J-Flo. Thank you so much. And, and to you as well, Tati. We really appreciate you joining the space. And all the best with the show. We really hope Netflix is going to say thumbs up to season two. We are rooting for you. Thank you and goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, everybody. Peace. Bye. 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 Bye.